Welcome to the Latin Wealth Podcast, hosted by two entrepreneurs, Chris Beoso and Armando Pantoja. Tune in to learn more about entrepreneurship, investing, and business. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode to the Latin Wealth Podcast. This is Chris. I'm super excited about today's episode because we got Dean back on the podcast to talk about something that is very near and dear to both of us heart. Um, Dean, what's going on, bro? How you doing? How you been? I'm chilling, man. Chilling. Feeling good, bro. Just um, working nonstop. Uh, feeling good because <laughs> I feel like I'm like, uh, what's the word? Um, achieving goals day by day type thing, you know? Mm, that's awesome. I'd love to hear that. So yeah, we're super, super excited to jump into today's episode. Before we jump into today's episode, though, if you guys can leave us a rating and review on your preferred listening platform, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, whatever it is, please leave us a review. We want to give a quick shout out to uh, his username is cbass651. He left us a really nice review. Just want to give him a quick shout out. Um, he said, our culture definitely needs more of this great conversation and life changing information. So we appreciate you showing love out there. Um, and yeah, definitely leave us a rating and review. It definitely helps with the growth of this podcast. You guys already know we come out with a new episode every single Friday of the week. Um, and with that being said, let's, let's transition a little bit. So as you guys know, as you guys know, if you guys are listening, um, Dean is a influencer. He's also a content creator. You know, he's really killing it on TikTok, has over 800,000 followers on there, killing it on um, Instagram as well. I think you have over 13K or 14K. Yeah, about to reach 15K. About to be 15K. Um, you know, myself, I'm a podcaster. Um, Armando, he's also you know, he's a content creator as well. He makes educational content. Um, so what we really wanted to do is we wanted to jump on here and give you guys tips on how you guys can be, become a content creator and more importantly, how you can monetize your platform and hopefully give you guys some ideas out there. And let's be honest, this may not be a career that you want to jump into, right? You may be listening to this and you're like, yo, this, this, this is not for me. But I can guarantee you, somebody in your family wants to be a content creator, whether, uh, right, there's there's many different options out there for them to go down. And second, um, this is going to be a more common career that you're going to see for the next generation, right? This is going to be a route that people are going to want to go down, um, you know, especially nowadays uh, with YouTube and the gaming and whatnot. This is only something that's going to be even more common for, you know, your kids and the next generation to follow. So at least share this podcast with them or share this information with them because we want to help them uh, become content creators and we want to help them monetize their platform as well. Where, where, yeah. where? 100%. Yeah. It could be yeah. the most random, 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 random content you can create. Yeah. And you'll never know what's gonna fly nowadays, right. bro. Listen to this, yeah. man. Let me tell you something. I was literally because um TikTok has a weird way of working. Right. Um, I was scrolling through my feed, and then some live came out of nowhere. Check this out. <laughs> a live came out of nowhere of this girl. She had um some high quality headset uh, uh headset, and she had a high quality microphone, and uh -huh. she was doing a live, right? Uh -huh. But she wasn't saying anything. 
If anything, she was like tapping onto the microphone with like her long nails and just going like. Oh, it was like the ASMR type stuff. Yeah, bro. I'm like, and I checked her page. I'm like, girl, like this girl has like thousands and thousands of followers because people follow and love that kind of content. I'm like, yeah, what? No, it's funny because uh, I think what you're referring to is the ASMR content, and basically for the people that don't know, it's um, content creators. They make noises. And it, for some reason, it's, it's just like pleasing to the people's ears. I know it sounds weird, but like Dean said, there's all types of content that you can create. And it, it's unbelievable if you start going down that rabbit hole, what people are doing. And I'm sure she's probably making a lot of money doing whatever yeah. she's doing. Right. So what we want to jump into today is, man, how can you get started as a content creator? And I think number one one of the things you have to establish is what type of creator do you want to be right do you want to be a, exactly. a twitch streamer a gamer do you want to be a youtuber podcaster blogger TikToker? there's a, a variety of different things you can jump into dean i would love for you to quickly share how you got started as a creator and how you kind of evolved into uh, creating content for TikTok and instagram rails and building your following you know, what was your, your your quick background for you jumping in there? Word, word, word. To sum it all up, it, it was me just, um, me always advocating for what I advocate for in terms of like Latinidad, like unity, indigenous culture, um, Caribbean culture, all that. So when I was, you know, scrolling on these medias, on these platforms and such, I saw a lot of representation, but I didn't see the representation that I felt like I mm -hmm. resonated with, you know, and I felt like I wasn't identified with as much. And I, I saw enough. I saw more of every other person from every other country doing their thing. I'm like, well, where's is, where's is me, bro? I don't mm -hmm. see me. And I think it was to sum it all up. I decided to take the initiative. Well, if nobody mm -hmm. else is going to do it, then I'm going to do it for myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to create the the voice for the people that need to be heard, especially for my demographic, being a dude from New York, or rather than mm -hmm. being a dude that's proud of his indigenous roots or caribbean culture or latin roots or whatever the case is I, like i want to be that for my platform mm -hmm. and you know fast forward tiktok has given me the opportunity to do so to spread some knowledge that i felt like i could share with the community mm -hmm. or do some humor comedy mm -hmm. or some uh historic fun historic facts things along the lines like that you know and I felt like this ended up being my niche. And then fast forward, I was able to be the person that people could rely to, to fact check, resource check. I ended up being somebody that people were looking up to. So yeah. while I was looking for that somebody, I ended up being that somebody of a content creator that people were looking uh, looking up to or looking forward to as well, to reaching out to as well. You know? No, I, I love that. You said something pretty dope. You said you were looking for someone to create that content but you ended up being that person and that's that's a that's a gem right there man like if you if, if, if somebody is not doing what you want to do then that can possibly be an opportunity for you to do it right um for sure. me how i got started with, with podcasting is uh, a little bit different you know i was you know always having these intimate conversations about what people about life and business and entrepreneurship and these type of things and I felt like people needed to hear these high level types of conversations. So I was like, man, I got to hit record somewhere. So I tried the YouTube thing very real quickly, but I was like, man, this isn't for me. Um, podcasting was a thing. I started doing that and I just fell in love with it. So um, like I said, number one, 
figure out what type of content creator you want to be. Like I said, um, for me, it was it was podcasting for Dean. Um, it was creating videos and whatnot. And it's kind of crazy how we're now intertwining. You see D- Dean on the podcast a lot more. Um, yeah, I'm trying to build up my TikTok account and create content as well. So eventually it can kind of intertwine. Um, man, you also mentioned something pretty good. The type of content that you created, right? It's, it's specific. You said something good. You said you picked a niche. And I think that's super important. That's that's like step number two is pick picking a specific thing that you want to create content about. Now, can you be the person that creates content about everything and anything? Yes, you can, but it's going to be harder for you to build a community and following if you do that. Typically, the people that do that are like, I don't know, like the um, I don't want to say his name. <laughs> uh, it are people that already have like a huge following, right? let's just say like lebron james he can pretty much create a vlog or a tiktok or a a, um a a podcast about anything because he has that community built for us smaller creators we have to start off with a niche for me podcasting it was business personal development entrepreneurship dean um you just spoke about your niche and what that was as well uh but talk about how important it is to niche down the type of content you want to create I feel like it's about just asking yourself, like you would ask, you would ask somebody off the the street, what is your passion? What do you love? What is one thing you can't stop talking about? You're going to get something different from each and every individual. So it's within yourself that I always recommend, like, what do you love? Just, Mm. Just think about what do you love? What is something that you can never get tired of? Now, what is something that you're really good at? Find your skills, your talent, if it's uh, public speaking or if it's like speaking behind the camera or if it's just learning a new language or learning a new culture. I mean, there's mm-hmm. the list goes on and on forever. Or even just something as simple as doing some comedy, you know, or or using your own like sick, twisted way because there's dark humor on the internet oh, stuff yeah. now too, you know. There's something for everybody out there. Everybody. You could say, I want to, I, I don't know. I don't I want to show people how I, how I, what, what's the, what's the go? How I clean my bathroom. Something as simple as that. No, for real. Something as simple as that. Like I use this type of product. It leaves a nice scent yeah. in the house. Like I, I feel refreshed. I feel clean every time I enter mm-hmm. and exit the bathroom. Something as simple as that, man. I promise you. There's something out for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's good. So number one, like we said, uh, what type of creator do you want to be? Number two, pick a niche, niche down specifically. I love that you said, what could you talk about over and over again? What, like, what's something that you don't get tired of talking about? Because I'm going to tell you from my experience, um, you know, I love talking about personal development and growth and business. I don't get tired of it, but I could only imagine if I did it would simply burn me out, like creating content about something that I don't enjoy. Exactly. I don't love. Exactly. Like imagine you creating TikToks about like subjects that you just like are not even interested in. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to give up. You know what I'm saying? Word. I could talk about broccoli for as long as I could talk about broccoli, but I'm like, all right, there's broccoli. Yeah. I'm tired of broccoli. Tired I don't even it. look at broccoli, you know, but somebody else out there can, can flip that yeah. and make 
hours of content about how to cook it, how to cut it, how to you know where it yeah, grows. Yeah, right, exactly. Like something as simple as that. Like I could be, I could be. My favorite costume, my Halloween once was broccoli. You know, I was a broccoli right. for Halloween. There's so much to go right. with it. You know? it, it it's crazy. So um, the other thing that I want people to keep in mind is typically the type of content that people want to see. It's usually a combination or um, one of educational, entertaining, or empowering. It's like, I like to call them the three E's. Typically, the, the type of content you like to you see on the internet, it's one of those three, or maybe a combination of two of them. Uh, Dean, his uh, content is very educational. Uh, it's, on, it's honestly a little bit of everything. It's, it's entertaining, it's empowering, and it's very educational. Um, the type of content that you see on Latin Wealth, educational, empowering. You know, we want to empower you to get out there and invest and to um, get your hustle on and whatnot. But we also do our yes. best to educate you guys. So if you guys look at it from that lens, from the type of content you consume, it's typically one of the three, educational, entertaining, or empowering. So that's a good way for you to sit back and be like, okay, um, you know, can I educate people? Am I entertaining? Am I funny? Or, you know, am I more of that motivational where I can empower people to, you know, do whatever that you're creating the content about? I feel like you have, I'm not gonna lie for you, like for you, bro, I feel like you just have like, like a voice, not for nothing, this is sometimes like your voice where it's just like, you just want to listen to. And I know I can continue listening to it and I feel inspired because you have like that voice where you kind of like, you sit back, relax, but you're uplifting everybody at the same time. So I feel like, I feel like you're in the right path of your niche of the Who, podcast, me? bro. I just want to, yeah, you. I'm talking oh. about you specifically. <laughs> uh, no, I appreciate that. You know, it's funny that you brought that up. Um, I wanted to ask, how did you, like, what made you get on camera? Because initially when I started creating content, I was not good on camera. Like, if you listen to my first podcast episode, I wasn't speaking the way I'm speaking now. I'm not saying I'm the best, but it's definitely improved. Right. What made you like be okay with you just jumping on camera? Because I know there's a lot of people out there, as soon as that camera comes on, they just get a little deer in the headlight. So what made you like want to go that route? I took, uh, this is actually a funny story. I took um, uh, a course in high school of film and development and such. And I was learning the ins and outs of like how the studio works, how the camera works, what type mm -hmm. of angles we're looking at, what type of lighting. Simple things as that. And then for my final project, I failed. I failed mm. so bad. I failed so bad because wow. I did, I had recorded it a million times before, but when it came to the final project and I can only record it once, it ended up flopping and I failed the project. And then I think from that failure that I got, I still passed the class overall. Just so you know, I right, passed right, the class. Right. But I, that last project, I, I feel like I could have done better. And it stuck with me ever since. Like, I know I could have done this, that, mm -hmm. the other, way better. But you only get one time on camera. So then mm -hmm. I'm just like, all right. So if it was my own camera, I have as many times as I want. Right. And I have as many times as to mess up, do over, start from scratch as I want. And then from there, I feel like that one failure mm -hmm. of that final project was a stepping stone in me getting in front of the camera and only getting better to make sure mm. I don't repeat the failures over and over again. You know, no. I feel like it's just a matter of that. consistency, you know? I love that. Um, if you could, if you were to create a TikTok right now, how many, let's just say how many takes would it take for you to do the, the, the pod or the TikTok to create one? Cause I know you, cause the reason why I ask is you, yeah. you speak 
to the camera. So do you feel like you got to like stop and start over a couple of times? It's not as easy as someone just like doing a dance. Well, dancing's hard, but speaking is hard. It's one of the hardest <laughs> yeah, things to do, right? Yeah. Watch out. You're going to put the dancers in the, in the viewers. I know. <laughs> but I would say uh, I know that it's going to take time. Like if mm-hmm. I know that I want to make sure I'm doing a video and I do it right, I would say from the time that I've taken now in comparison to the time before, I would say a couple like times, like no more than 10 times of having to repeat, I would say max is like five. Mm-hmm. But before it would be time after time after yeah. time, hour, two hours, three hours, four hours. I would mm-hmm. miss lunch sometimes. There was a time where I was recording on TikTok and then I was in my university and the cafeteria was closing and I missed it because I was so focused on wow. making sure I got this video done. And as many times as it took, it came out mm-hmm. to how I wanted it to come yeah. out. And I threw it up. Sometimes yeah. it's a hit. Sometimes it's a miss. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That miss hurts a little bit more because I could have had a full course meal, you know? Right, right, but right. when I get those hits, then I'm just like, it feels good. It feels like, yeah. I'm like okay, we're getting somewhere. I'm doing something, yeah. you know? It, feel, it feels good. And it's, it's that hard work that shows into my production, you know? Yeah, no, and the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because you may be wondering, like, okay, uh, what what am I good at? Am I good in front of the camera? Am I comfortable with that? Go with that. If you're comfortable behind a microphone and speaking, let's go with that. You know, if maybe you love to write, you can be a blogger. There's there's many things you can do. If you're not really good at any of those things, well, to be honest, you're gonna have to jump into something and get good at it. And I think I was kind of in that situation. Where I just went with podcasting. And like I said, bro, I, I asked you that question because I want to know like how many times, how many takes. But even for me, when I first started podcasting, bro, it would take me hours. Like I would be in the trying to like get it down, like record by myself and I'd mess up. I didn't like the way I sound. And then editing and all like it would take me a whole day just to do a podcast, uh, man. And, and it's too about editing, bro. It, I know. It, it, man, crazy. So and you said something dope. I like what you said. You said consistency. Consistency is the key. You do it over and over and over again. You only got to knock it out in five takes. I can re- record a podcast pretty much in one cake. And it, it's a lot easier. So right. Um, just briefly, before we transition into how to monetize your platform, you know, we spoke about um, getting started as a content creator. So let's let's rewind a little bit we said uh what type of content creator do you want to be youtuber podcaster tiktoker pick one um number two niche down to the specific thing you want to talk about what are you um good about what are you good uh talking about like what can you spend a lot of time talking about um number three you know figure out what type of content is it going to be is it going to be educational entertaining empowering um, and then number four, what I wanted to say is how are people going to push out that content? So for you, Dean, all you need is a phone. You just set your phone right. up. I, I don't know if you need anything else. You let me know, uh, for a podcaster, obviously you need like a microphone and a couple of other things, but most of the time you don't need much to create content. Talk to us about like what you use on a daily basis to create content. It started off with just the phone literally just the phone and i realized that there was times where my my videos would come out really good when it was daytime and when it got to nighttime 
I had to like play around with like what I had in the house. I would like right. take off the lamp head and like kind of yeah. use the lighting from the lamp to like get it going. So it was about having to invest in um better equipment to say yeah. because I you look at my first videos from like mm-hmm. way 20, 2015. Mm-hmm. I was just using the lamp in my house to just get good lighting yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And then you see me now, I have lights here for the right. recording setup right now. And then I have um, a light on my window for when I record my videos and I have mm-hmm. better head quality headphones because I'm investing right. in right. a product that I know is going to benefit me for mm-hmm. my videos and for my content, you know? So I would say it's about um, better investing, but it started off with just a phone and then with the consistency and the mm-hmm. opportunities that I was given, everything started coming along little by little and I was able to monetize yeah, yeah. and profit off of my products. Yeah, absolutely. So let's jump into it. Let's jump into monetization. Um, I, by the way, I love what you said there. You know, you started off with just a phone. And when you're creating content, sometimes that's all that you need, the phone that's in your pocket. Um, I Like there's this YouTuber I watch for like buying new equipment and whatnot. And he's like, honestly, the best camera that you can get right now is the one that's closest to you. So if it's your camera phone, if it's your old camera, use that to start to create content. And then like what Dean said, you can transition into um, upgrading little by little. That's what I did. You know, the, the, the first microphone I had was like a $50 microphone. And then I transitioned into this bad boy. So, but let's talk about monetization. So uh, we can be here all day listing different ways that people can monetize their platform, different strategies and whatnot. But um, I think we can, we can touch on this real quick. Platforms will pay you directly. So if you want to touch on that a little bit real quick, I know you have some other things on your list, but some of these platforms have programs. You guys know about YouTube, but such as TikTok, Instagram Rails, and Facebook, they have programs that will literally pay you directly to your uh, bank account for creating content. So um, talk to us about that real quick if you if you have any insight on that. I would say, um, you know, let's just hypothetically say, with the mm-hmm. time and the consistency that it's taken to get to the platform, to create the platform that you have, use that to your advantage in ways you even think of. Like there is mm-hmm. always a public relations, there's always a market um, um, group for whatever business company that you want to reach out to, to collab to. Something as simple as just sending a, hey, this is mm-hmm. who I am, this is what I do um come ready with like a media kit aka yeah. your social media resume send that up mm-hmm. and that will come to you when it comes to companies and businesses reaching out to you it is going to be a long process mm-hmm. via email a lot of mm-hmm. the times it's via email mm-hmm. um when it comes to businesses trying to negotiate with you because you you it's you and whoever's on your team but then you're, you're talking to a whole company. So that person mm. that you're speaking to one-on-one has yeah. to report to the boss and the boss and the boss and the boss. Right, right. So my biggest advice <clears throat> on that is to be very patient. When I did mm-hmm. my sponsorship with Axe, mm-hmm. it was during um, Latinx Hispanic Heritage Month. So that was uh, September. No, um, yes. Actually, yeah, September, October. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get to publish the video until the mid of December, you know, so mm, it took time for that process. Latin brand. Exactly. 
because we're negotiating what can we do yeah. how much are you willing to charge and how long does it take paid now mm-hmm. for the payment part businesses such as axe or mm-hmm. any other business per se will have to take your video so say i make a video for axe i posted it on the 13th of december i had to wait a whole month after that just to get that payment that they promised mm-hmm. because they go through a legit process uh, mm-hmm. a legal process to make sure mm-hmm. that you're getting your bank for your buck upon right. the dollar amount that you agree with you're going to get that in a month after so even mm-hmm. since the beginning of no the end of september all the way to december i didn't see that month until the beginning of this year you know mm-hmm. so when it comes to that money as soon as they reach out to you or reach out to them and they start talking business best believe that that money will time. come to you, you it, but it will take time. It will definitely take as much time as it needs. But that's just for the big company. If yeah. we're talking like yeah. local businesses, um, up and coming businesses that just want to put their brand out there, their clothing line, their sneaker brand, whatever it is out there, um, they're willing to pay you direct. But yeah. you have to come prepared on your end as well. So if you mm-hmm. create this thing called a rate card, which is mm-hmm. basically uh, a nice Photoshop image of what are your rates mm-hmm. for you to promote their product, and they'll send it to you however you want. You know, mm-hmm. so that could be Z- uh, Venmo, Zelle, yeah. Cash App, yeah. however you want to do it. Or in Puerto Rico, Ateache Mobile, straight mm-hmm. to your bank account. So the the big bank, the big bank account. See the big companies like Axe, um, they'll send it to your bank. They'll send you a check. How does that look? So it will be sent to my bank account. Um, and they just need my personal information. Um, they also need a bank statement and uh, I believe that's about it. And they just need that yeah. copy sent to them and it's all sent in confi- confidentiality. Mm-hmm. And then once they have that approved on their end, then they'll be like, okay, perfect. We'll send it to you in X amount of days. No, I love that. Um, so if you guys missed that, you know, pay attention because Dean just really just broke it down right there. If you guys want to. Obviously, you have to do the previous steps that we spoke about. You have to, you can't just jump into monetizing and you haven't even figured out what type of content creator you are. You have to do the first half of the podcast, right? Um, What he's saying is you can create, and if you can also break down a a media kit, that'd be a phenomenal, um, but you have to send out, if you want to reach out to companies, you're going to have to do some of the work and send out your media kit to people um, and people are also going to hit you up. By you having a media kit, by you having what was the little thing that you your your promo the rate? rate card, the rate card. Mm-hmm. The reason why he's saying for you to do these things is because you come off a lot more professional, right? You come off as like you've been doing this and you know what you're talking about. If Axe hits you up and they say, "Hey, what are your rates? Or can you work with us?" and you don't even know your rates, you don't even know like what you're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. For one, they may not work with you. For two, they'll probably you're not going to get paid as much as you would thought you would. Right. But if you come correct, if you come with like, Hey, these are my rates, this is what I charge. You're able to negotiate. You're able to really operate as a business and people and businesses are able to take you serious. Um, And for the local businesses, I love that, that you said that, Hey, they can just pay you directly because obviously these are people on the come up. So if you can negotiate with negotiate with them and say, Hey, um, I need to get paid up front. And then I'll create the content for you. We can get this written in documents. That's a good look for you as well. It shows that you know what you're talking about. Uh, but break down real quick what a, what a media kit is for the people that don't know what that is. And how can they get that created? 
word, word. So biggest um, uh, sum up of a media kit is your social media resume. People can look at the numbers you have on whatever social media platforms you have. I have X amount of followers for such and such platform. But when you create your media kit is that you know what type of platform you have and mm-hmm. you know what type of content you're creating so it develops the type of audience you have. You can check the type of audience you have with your social media profiles. A lot of people don't know this, but you can use Instagram and, and check your following um, profile and you can check your TikTok profile or whatever profile you have and it will show you the exact percentage of male or female followers. The analytics. Where, yep, the exactly. The analytics of, you know, type of crowd yeah. you have, age range too. Another, it's so detailed and precise, and then you do the math all together, and then boom, mm. you add it to your media kit. Like, this is who I am, these are my followers, these are the type of followers mm. I have. And if you were to picture correctly, like, hey, my name is so and so, I have this amount of followers on these platforms mm. now, and this is the type of uh, audience I have. I have with my reach and your brand, I believe that our, our combination would be beneficial to your brand and such. And then you just keep the ball rolling from there. And then they will start, then you will start to see the progress. And then the brand profits off of your followers. You profit off the promise you made with the brand. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, that's really good. If you guys are listening out there, we breaking it down for you. All right. So if you guys have any like content creators in your families or friends that don't really know what they're doing, Send them this podcast episode, allow them to listen to it and soak up the game. So what we basically broke down is, hey, you can get you can monetize your platform directly, which is through YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. These platforms will literally pay you directly for, let's just say, like, I think uh, if you have a certain amount of followings on Instagram, if you go live for every hour, they'll pay you, I think, $100. I think last time I read um, they have something on there that you can, that I know uh, Armando utilizes a lot. It's called badges. When you go Instagram live, people can mm-hmm. buy these little badges. They'll pay like a dollar, $2. And essentially it allows them to support you and ask questions and whatnot. So there's different ways that these platforms can pay you literally directly. Um, and then second, Dean was talking about, um, basically sponsorship. You know, you reaching out to people or people reaching out to you, you creating content for these platforms, Um, you know, podcast sponsorships is what you hear during podcast episodes and whatnot. The last way I want to break down how, you know, you can monetize your platform is I call it the indirect way. And this is the way I like to utilize. It's basically you offering a service or product um, that is a spinoff of your content. So for me, perfect example Um, A lot of my content is business related, uh, investing. I utilize this way by offering services that are related to business, related to podcasting, helping people launch their podcast and whatnot. So it's a service. You're not getting paid directly from the content, but it's indirectly you're getting paid from it. Right. So um, I like to use this a lot. You see people that sell um, that create brands. They sell products. Armando is a good example. You know, he doesn't necessarily, um, he's not monetizing the, the content, but what he's doing is he's creating eBooks, courses, 
and he's he's creating different classes and whatnot that are related to his content and people can purchase so that's an indirect way that you can monetize your platform absolutely absolutely yeah. i feel that a lot of people get discouraged i've met some folks yeah. that i told them about their product their brand i'm like bro like or right, bam you have yeah. a lot in your plate and you can yeah. use that to feed you know yeah. your family you just gotta yeah. go about it the right way yeah but i i it's, it's the common response i get when i tell my friends or you know people that i met via social media i'm like you have the power in your hands you can do it mm. you can reach out to these people yeah. and if they don't respond then that's on them but right. you can do it all you have to do is as simple as sending an email or reaching out via social media like using your platform to do so it's as simple as sending a well thought out, well um, prepared message to whatever mm. brand, company, business you ever want to send to, and it's in their hands. Yeah. Sometimes you you know you'll get a home run. There's times that you won't, and you know, mm -hmm. but it's all about taking that leap of faith. If you don't take that leap of faith to reach out for your goals and achieve the personal goals that you want to achieve. You're going to be spending all your, the rest of your life. What will, what would have happened mm -hmm. had you had taken that leap of faith? Because you didn't take it, so now you're going to be mm -hmm. wondering for the rest of your life, what would life have been had I taken that leap of faith? You know, absolutely. About yeah. Sending it. Yeah, just do it. I love that. I love that. It's funny because I was helping some lady. Well, I've been trying to help some lady um, set up. Uh, it, it's. Have you heard of Patreon? Yes, I have. I so. Have. We're going to start utilizing Patreon and the Latin Wealth podcast once it's ready. But anyways, I've been trying to help her set up her Patreon account since December, right? Mm -hmm. We've been going back and forth. She's been jumping on calls with me, been sending me emails. And um, it's, it's almost March and she still hasn't launched it. And it goes to what you're saying, man. Like you got to at some point, you got to just do it. You got to just put yourself out there. You got to take that leap of faith what we're talking about what i'm having her do it's not hard at all i actually told her in the email I was like yo you have everything you need you don't got to ask me any more questions you just got to do it you just got to create it and put it out there to the world that's it Absolutely. and i think as creators this is the last thing i'll say on my end is sometimes we get so caught up in creating dope amazing content fruitful content that we forget about the business side of it um, kind of like artists, you know, they're so caught up in their art that they don't ever think about monetizing and the, the business side of it, where we're losing out on opportunities, right? We're losing out on chances to make money for our family, to start a new career, to do something we really love, because sometimes we got to step back and look at it from a business perspective and say, hey, how can I use what I have and how can I monetize it to make money and eventually show other people how to do it? So, um, Dean, did you have anything else that you want to cover in this episode i know you had a list let me know talk to us no no absolutely i just want to leave off uh, my final words with if you know like i said you have sometimes you have to take that leap of faith you know the trust part comes after and that's just with anything in life whether you're looking for a new job new career path or trying to monetize with your business it's as simple as picking up the phone making a phone call it's as simple as writing a well-thought email it's possible don't ever doubt yourself because you mm -hmm. know we are all human we have 
the potential to do anything you want in this lifetime you know don't waste it worrying about the failures because mm-hmm. my failure if it wasn't for my failures i probably wouldn't be where i am at today so i have to thank my failures my failures um don't necessarily stop me they're more like they trip me over i pick myself up and i keep going and i grow mm-hmm. stronger from my mistakes you know yeah. And you're going to make mistakes. If you're not yeah. afraid to make a mistake, then you're not afraid to live at all, period. Right, know? right, so, right, yeah. Those are your some fa- kind words I want to leave off of. Yeah, your failures were, were lessons. They're lessons learned. Exactly. They're yeah. lessons that haven't been learned yet. Yeah. Um. So to wrap this thing up, we hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Hope you guys found it very valuable. One last thing for us, if you guys can share, share, and share this episode with some people out there that need to hear this podcast. Um, and with that being said, it's the Latin Wealth family checking out. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Stay beautiful, y'all. Peace and blessings.